Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Roundtable Show. This is our first show for 2020. I never thought I would get here, but I managed it. It's amazing. <laughs> I've got a great panel. They've shaken out their Christmas. Um, they've got over their New Year Eve party and they're joining us. Chris looks alive as well. And uh, we've got some great stories as well. Um, I'm going to let the panel introduce themselves. And by the way, you can join us live at 8 30 every Friday, Pacific Standard Time, on the WP Tonic Facebook page. And you can post funny things about the panel and they probably will respond. All right. So I'm going to let the panel in quickly introduce themselves. Sally, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners of yours? Uh, certainly. My name is Sally Getch. I am the WP fangirl and organizer of the East Bay WordPress meetup in Oakland, California. And Spencer, would you like to quickly introduce yourself? Spencer Foreman, now from launchflows.com. Yes, that's right. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Chris from Lifter LMS. That's great. And Vita, would you like to quickly introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm Vito from WP Feedback. That's great. And I've got my great co-host, Adrian. Hi, everyone. My name is Adrian from Groundhog.io. And before we go into the main topics of the week... I just want to talk about some of our sponsors. And our main sponsor is obviously Kinsta, Kinsta Hosting. If you're looking for premier hosting for yourself or for your clients, I would suggest you should hurry over to Kinsta. They've been hosting the WP Tonic site for the past couple of years. They agreed to be our major main sponsor for 2020, which was fantastic. They're just great people to work with, very supportive. And basically, what do you get? You get all the swings and roundabouts, the technical side, plus you get the best support on the market 24-7 from people that they really, really do understand WordPress. So if that sounds cool, great, go over there. And the must thing you must do is through Twitter, tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic Show. Another great sponsor of ours uh, is WP Feedback. What is WP Feedback? Well, we've all been there. You know, these emails, social media posts from clients, you know, you, you lose a crucial email. They said, well, you should have known about that feature. It was crucial when you had you had your next meeting with them. You want to avoid all that pain? Go over to WP Feedback and look what they've got to offer. They've got a cool system that removes all those headaches. And also they're giving us a special coupon code to the WP Tonic Tribe. It's WP Tonic Rocks. You get 25% of all the plans. That's only available to the WP Tonic Tribe. Go over there, wpfeedback.co see what they've got to offer and buy one of their packages. So we're going to go into the first story. Pods Framework loses primary sponsorship, seeks donors to fund project. So what did you think of this one, Sally? Well, this um, it struck me uh, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, the primary sponsor is automatic. And so it was like, all right, well, why did they make that decision after all this time, and it does mention um, further down in, in the article that it was because they were basically focusing on all Gutenberg all the time. Um, for anybody who may not be familiar with it, Pods is a 
plugin that helps you create custom post types, custom taxonomies, and custom fields, and uh, arrange them uh, for display through uh, templates that use basically short codes. Um, <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> also, I can't recollect seeing a news story about it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are things that Automatic has sponsored at one point and stopped sponsoring, but I never, I do not remember like seeing a news story about this. Um, certainly that they've, you know, bought some things that we more or less never heard from again. Uh, and that happens with, with acquisitions, but it has really left the pods team uh, scrambling to uh, uh, try to get, you know, two, 200, uh, sponsors making uh, monthly uh, donations and and pods has been around forever and it seems to me even though I'm not a user that it would be a shame to see it go away yeah yeah what do you reckon Spencer I want to make a couple observations first of all I appreciate that we're like only two people away from having team jackets because Chris Adrian and I are all in this nice gray, dark gray <laughs> and orange and I vote that from now on we just wear team jackets. Sally and I are sharing green here, but uh, if you and Vito would get on board, we could probably have a team. We have our own thing going, uh, Jonathan and I. The, I just want to make the yeah, so John, Jonathan and Vito are team hoodie. Jonathan <laughs> can be the evil genius with his black on black. That's fine. Okay. Maybe an orange, like, uh, epaulette or something would be great. Um, by the way. For the egocentric, what, somebody got me this cup, which is <laughs> hilarious. All right, as far as this is concerned, Justin, <laughs> greatest birthday present ever. Uh, Justin Tadlock has the voice of reason here, which again, this is the kind of stuff I wish he would publish as his primary thing. I don't know, was his the, was he the author of this too? Oh, he was. But like, I wish he would have said this at the top, what he said in the comments, which is kind of my point. Gutenberg is the money machine inside of the Trojan horse of, you know, what Automatic is doing. Scott Clark's a, a wonderful guy, a nice human being. You cannot go in 2020 with your hat out into the WordPress ecosystem going, come on, peace and love, peace and love. Give me some money to keep this plugin around. That's just not going to work. You have to go like, check it out, biatches. This is what I do. And this is why you got to give me money because it isn't a charity. It's not a granola, you know, hippie farm anymore. And I feel bad that it's not sticking around, but that's the way it rolls. If you can't convince people that you're solving a pain for money, that they're willing to pay you, nobody's going to hand you money anymore, let alone the company that's trying to basically yeah. get rid of everything that doesn't make them dollars. Hello? Well, I don't, but it was also, it's against some stiff competition. And it, of course, no, I, we were I, talking I, about before, there's there's tool set, there's I mean, ACF. Uh, custom fields, ACF. Yeah, that's the one I use. That's yeah. what my developer team uses. Yeah, well, you, I mean, do you know, do you think that was the basic reason, Chris? Yeah. It was just facing some really stiff competition. I'm, I mean, I'm not entirely sure. I think money is not forever. And Automatic has a, has a right to shift its priorities and where it's yeah. funding things. I, I'm a big fan of uh, the category of financing I call customer financing. That could be through selling your product. That could be through crowdfunding. Um, I just interviewed somebody on my podcast, Tom Finelli from a, a hosting company called um, Convesio. 
And yes. he did. I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna let you off now. I'm gonna let you off for that because you should only be mentioning kids <laughs> on this show. <laughs> well, what, 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 what Tom did with his company, which is interesting, is instead. Oh, you're of gonna go on. You're only gonna go on with this. <laughs> instead of doing the, instead of doing. I'm giving the, you a little slap. <laughs> I can give you a bigger one if you want, Chris. Uh, no, I'm instead, instead of doing traditional financing, like raising venture capital, he crowdsourced a raise where. Uh, lots of people. I think he raised like something like $2 million right. plus. A lot of people, there was like lots of people investing as small as $100. Foolish, man. Trying to go, against, trying to go against Kinster. I just don't know. <laughs> but he, gave, he gave up a piece of his company and it, it enabled people to invest small amounts, which is an interesting way. If you need capital, like if you're going up against a big player, like if a new page builder comes on the market or Whatever it is, and you 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 really do need a boost and can't bootstrap it. There are other ways, so True. I think it's cool, and I hopefully Pods is able to uh, market. And I think all plugins need a business model. Like one of the ones that gives me concern, um, a, a plugin I absolutely love, and the mission behind is BuddyPress. But I'd love to see it. And, and there's there's great themes like Buddy Boss that. Um, you know, make money off of it, but BuddyPress itself is has never been properly capitalized, in my view. I think the project could go further, faster, yeah, with a better money model around it. Yep, I totally. But the, the I, money I model can be I, all around. Sorry, yes, Sally, go and ahead. and I do think that people would pay for pods. The ones who are really fond of using it. I mean, it's it's the the competitors' uh, uh, toolset types and um, which does kind of all of those things, and and ACF, which does custom fields, um, are you know do do have uh, premium uh, products, uh, and so. Uh, you know, for the for the use that people uh, get out of it, I think they'd be willing to pay. It's a funny thing, though. This, you know, I've had people approach me with plugins, I've never even heard of them, and then I've looked. They've got over hundred thousand active users, and I've never even bloody heard of it. And then you, well, there's so many plugins. Yeah, so many in there, but there is only one WP feedback, isn't there? So there, <laughs> only one, only one. So what was going? What you was you? Going Going to say, uh, first of all, I agree that if if they decide to go uh, and monetize this, people will buy it. Two hundred people to buy this is nothing. You know, it's going to happen in a week uh, with the traction that they have and with the news story that is now uh, headlining in the ecosystem. You know, uh, just a mail out to their to their mailing list will get them those two hundred users. Um, but uh, but what well, I I gotta I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta mention something. I wasn't gonna do it, but I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put the snake into the pit. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't want to come across as being mean, but like WP Bob, you know, love the guy. Um, you know, he's a great podcaster, but he changes the name of his podcast. And WP Tavern thinks that's a new story. Um, I don't really get it. You're really going to make hey Spencer? Do you think if I change the name of my podcast, <laughs> it would be a, a leading story on the tavern? To the Johnny D Show. Just make a proper donation in the right channels. Everything will smooth right over, don't you know? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the real world, my man. 
True. Yeah. All right. I should have said it. I, I just came in online. Well, next. you know, it's, it's difficult to uh, finding, uh, you know, enough news stories to publish something every hour. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, this, I should have mentioned it. There, there we go. You just, yeah. you just caught my eye, though. Go on. Let's go on to the next story. Number two, 84 of the biggest flops, fails, dead dreams of the decade in tech. Oh, my God. Um, Adrian, is there anything that comes to mind that you thought was going to be a big success that just died a death? I, uh, opposed to popular opinion, I lament the death of Google+. Plus. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, the reason being... Um, if you Google Plus was actually a really great tool for search engine optimization because uh, Google Plus is Google's social network and is plugged directly into all of their various different APIs for indexing and all of that great stuff. So if you wanted a web page to rank quickly and you know you didn't want to wait for the site crawler to come and index your site, if you don't, especially if you have low traffic, you could just go share it on Google Plus. And it would be indexed essentially immediately, and you could get that ranking and, and start generating those results. So I'm sad. I was sad to see it go because uh, there's, I mean, yeah. there's different ways to do it now, but that was definitely like a really easy way. Especially, it did have, it did have some really unique interface UX. Uh, another Google product that is still around, but Google Hangouts. Oh yeah. my God, Father! Something that I they used. Never- I used that a lot actually too, for just for I like, use it daily voice calling. I don't. Yeah, it was good. I don't. Use, I don't use it anymore. Obviously, I use Zoom, but um, what a you know, what disastrous conferences experiences I've had trying to use that bit of crap. Uh, um, and have a great Google product that seems to just lay there to die, doesn't it? It makes uh, Skype look fantastic. And uh, well, there 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 were cer- certainly several Google items on there. I, I was impressed at. Um, how many of them I'd never heard of, but but I do think that the best is like number one biggest flop, Agit Pie is <laughs> chair of the FCC. That guy's out of control. Uh, so I just I just posted in the chat there. There's actually a site called Killed by Google, and it will date stamp and show you the uh, the product features and everything of every single product that Google has bought, developed, and then subsequently destroyed or. Or sunsetted, so or it just uh, didn't work, yeah. Like, or it just didn't work. Yeah. So, uh, for anybody listening, go to killedbygoogle.com to see the list. Of yeah, so everything I, I that think Google people only get upset when it was something that did work, like Google Reader, and Google kills it anyway. Yeah, well, anything that comes to your mind, Spencer? I mean, I had about 82 of these 84 products, but uh, <laughs> but you know, it's funny when you looked on the list just because you recognize there's like a lot of the hype. I remember. Hearing about and then the follow up, like the Fire Festival, that one's notorious and oh, so forth. Wow, but yeah. even just some of the product, like Google Glass, Google Glass. And Windows Phone, and then of course Theranos. I mean, you know, she's epic. But this just goes to show the Ajipai is just cl- like that guy's a monster. <laughs> he reminds me of Baba Booey from the Howard Stern show because of the way he looks, but like he's just a monster of owned by corporate interests, the way he treats the whole internet. But the thing I take away from this is that we, we really live in exciting times because those of us from another decade remember when it was like a year till anything happened. You know, now every day it's like a thousand cool things get invented. And when they do a review of it like this, you're sort of thinking like, wow, all those things that were supposed to be amazing 
we're replaced by something better. So, well, let's get let's go on to something brighter. Let's talk about the big successes of the decade. What this you know, either WordPress or technology? I've got um, what I think the biggest, obviously the biggest technological success must be the iPhone because it fundamentally changed the whole the decade really fundamentally when it comes to the to the web and to communication in general what do you reckon of that one that agent you know that's what comes to my mind that the iPhone was the biggest success of the decade what do you reckon um well it's hard to argue with the numbers <laughs> it's pretty freaking successful and um I don't, I, I, well, and yeah. it, it changed the, it really, it changed the entire way we build the web because of, of, you know, so, suddenly we were all struggling with responsive design. Um, I would say it's more of like a 3G and 4G. That's the yeah. infrastructure that allowed all, everything yeah. to move forward in, in, uh, in that speed that it has, uh, you know, beginning now of the 5G the, coming. Now 5G. Yeah. Well, I would say also one of the biggest flops that's not on the list that was linked to the iPhone was Flash. Um, you know, um, Flash was, uh, I was talking on a podcast um, yesterday. And I don't know if Flash was a flop more as it just got outperformed. Yes, it got outperformed really. Yes, I mean, it was it was highly successful in its yeah. time. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, the iPhone definitely uh, put paid to it. Um, oh. Well, I suppose, what do you reckon about this one, Chris? I suppose one of the biggest changes in, in that decade has been social media, and I suppose really Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, that's a, those are big. Um, and I think really the democratization of publishing is, and, and even like online business creation, the tools... What do you, mean, you mean that nobody can make any money from it apart from Facebook and Google? Well, no, I just mean that... <laughs> Every person, like the power we have at our fingertips to send a message or build an online micro multinational company is like insane that that's True. possible now. And this, this wasn't even an option in the, really for the past decade. And WordPress itself, if we focus on that, has really left the early adopter era and has gone mainstream, which is huge. Yeah, you know, because I thought I'd get the successes because some of these failures I never heard. Surprise, surprise, Bobby. That's why. Oh, yeah, they, were, they flopped sufficiently as to not even have, have made it into the hype. Not even to registered. You know, they put on here the Android tablet. Is it that bad? The Android well, tablet? I think I think it, it's not Android tablets in general as like specific tablets that Google has tried to get behind. Um, but. Uh, at, at, at the same time, although there's a lot of very good Android uh, phones, uh, I think they have been less successful in the tablet market. One of my biggest regrets, I thought it was going to be a huge, huge success because I, I still reckon it was one of the most interesting platforms was Blaff. Blaff, Blaff, the um, podcasting Oh, Blab, Blab, the, uh, Blab, yeah. Blab, that was it. I, um, I just thought it was a fantastic <clears throat> platform and um, they burnt through their 10 million seed money from the... <laughs> Without coming up with a business model. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's back, <clears throat> back to what we were saying about pods. Uh, right. 
And they just closed it in two days, and they they had built up a sizable community of people. I liked it too. I I thought it was a fantastic. I'm really surprised. (laughs) Yeah, are you not surprised that nobody came back with a similar kind of idea and platform? Or is it? Is it? Well, maybe they couldn't think of a business model either. But you should be able to think of some business model, shouldn't you, Chris? I don't know. Twitter hasn't yet. I heard that it was it didn't work because people like. The, the stuff that people were making wasn't really getting traction. Like the creators liked it, but the other side didn't. <laughs> so, like <they're, laughs> so uh, that's, and we're all creators here. So yeah, we liked it. But I guess the end product wasn't for the consumer. Ooh, they needed was a lot of it was too, people it, on there. It was too amateur, I think. I mean, there's a lot of amateur stuff on YouTube and social media, so it doesn't quite make sense to me. But I've heard that as a reason why Blab didn't work out. People listen to my crap, Chris. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was vicious. Oh, I let him up. I gave him an open door to that. Uh, Rob, oh, we're going to go for our break, folks, and we'll be coming back in a few moments. Are you a WordPress consultant, designer, or small digital agency owner? Then you need WP Tonic as your trusted white label developer partner for your next big e learning or WooCommerce project. WP Tonic has the knowledge to help you build out custom functionality that your clients need in LearnDash, Lifter LMS, and WooCommerce. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with a full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Find out how WP Tonic's white label services can help your agency today. Go to wp-tonic.com's homepage and book a free consultation with Jonathan. That's wp-tonic, just like the podcast. We're coming back. I want to talk about another sponsor, I said I would, and that's LaunchFlows. And what is LaunchFlows? LaunchFlows really puts cart flows on steroids. Now, if you've got WooCommerce and you want to make it really work properly in 2020, you need cart flows. But it has some some problems. Problems is too strong. But if you really, really want to get it the bee's knees, you need launch flows. So I would go over to launchflows.com, have a look at what they've got to offer and purchase it. So on to <laughs> I get a terrible look for Uncle Spencer. There we go. Uh, um, Surprised by that copy. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> well, at least it was warm peace. I bet yours went on for five minutes. Uh, um, let's go. Let's go on. Um, <laughs> landing, landing kit for WordPress maps and posts on pages to a custom domain. What did you think of this one, um, Vito? Uh, that one I didn't read actually. I just oh, saw. Uh, that's what I sensed you had. Yeah. That's why I chose you. Actually. Yeah, you're just testing me. Yeah, I was actually. I'm going to keep you on your bees, D's, haven't we? Um, <laughs> Sally, Sally, let's hope you have read uh, it. Uh, right. Well, it's, uh, part of me is still trying to figure out, like, um, yes, what this. Uh, what this does that that uh, one doesn't just do with one's DNS anyway. Um, but I guess it's, uh, I, I can see the uh, utility of something. If you are one of those people who has launched a bunch of products and does not necessarily want to make um, a bunch of uh, completely different websites uh, for them, that you can uh, take, you know, one of those 10,000 domains that you've bought, if you're one of those people who collects domains, uh, and point them to a particular page. And, and I guess 
Um, part of the, the, the trick is that it doesn't just like forward you to that page. It actually keeps, continues to show you the domain in the, uh, <clears throat> in the address bar. Uh, so isn't that something that people can do from inside the hosting account anyway? Well, you can. This is kind of what I'm thinking. It's, it's, I, I am not sure. Uh, so uh, I don't, I actually, I don't think you can. So I don't think you can map it in quite the same way. I think you no, do so basically the, forward it. Uh, the, the difference is, is if is you do it through the DNS tool, you have to, uh, you can't map uh, two domains to the same root folder that WordPress operates in. Right. Uh, so you wouldn't be able to show one WordPress page uh, from or two different WordPress pages from the same installation on two different domains just using your DNS mapping tool in your hosting right. account. What this plugin allows you to do is you can have multiple different WordPress pages, posts, or products, or whatever in the same WordPress installation, but map those different uh, post types to a specific domain. So that would be useful and for example, you, let's say you had a course product or you had multiple different course products and you wanted to ha- use the domain. Let's say your domain is greatcourses.com, you, but you want to create you know, bestbeerbrewingcourse.com and you wanted to map that to the sales page of that course, then you'd be able to do that using this plugin without having to go set up an entirely new WordPress installation right. uh, and map that domain to that WordPress. It's so nice to have a co-host that technically knows what he's talking about. <laughs> it's, 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 it gives me great joy, actually. Uh, um, right. <laughs> um, Uncle Spencer, what do you think of this? Uh, Adrian is correct. I want to add that the because Vito is also correct. Uh, when this came out, by the way, there's one of the things I'm going to recommend is the. I'm not trying to put a thumb in anybody's eye, Jason or otherwise, but like there's a free version of this too in the repository. What it does. You can do with every single domain name host by using the tool that's inside of your domain. It says, you know, forward this to whatever URL. Well, mask, well, mask it. Adrian is 100% correct. The reality is that you can also do URL masking in almost every case is where you forward it. So if you have like, you know, spencerforman.com and I forward bob.com, I can have a page on spencerforman.com that still looks and shows bob.com. Now, that by itself is really a useful feature because why go out and have separate hosting if all you want is a landing page for a product, right? I can have my product and product and product. It's inside my one host. Whether you want to pay for this is hard to say because the convenience of setting this up is more time and work than just going into my GoDaddy account and doing a URL forward with the map. Well, the only the only thing that comes to mind if you're with WP Engine and other other managed hosting, you're not going to have access to that, are you? That's possible, yeah. And so for those purposes, or if you want a higher level thing, I can see that it'd be a good engine. Or if you're completely DNS illiterate. Yeah, or your DNS literate. But like, if you look at his video, I watched the video. Unfortunately, you have to be literate enough to go into your cloud host. And right, you still, you still have to be able to manage your DNS. Right. So <laughs> It's like a problem. Well, this, with GoDaddy, it's not even a DNS thing. It's, they have like a, like a little wizard that uh, you insert the URL and they tell them, do you want to keep it as mask or not? And done. You don't need to I mean, deal with these things. I mean, I actually, to- actually, that's one of the few things of GoDaddy that really works well. <laughs> I mean, I want to tell you guys, there's a much easier and freer way to do this. Just use the quick page and post redirect plugin, which is free. Right. Okay. And then all you do is you just set up whatever it is that you think somebody's going to send at you, and it defaults to sending it to your actual real page, but then it has you know uh, URL masking built in, so it's a free plugin. 
you can accomplish the same thing without having to set up your oh, DNA. Please make sure that's in, in chat when you think, use Uncle I, Spencer. I, I do think there is a use case for this, though, because if you're doing the URL masking, that means Google can't read it. Um, that's the game. has negative search engine optimization uh, properties that can actually harm the overall experience, especially if you're trying to rank uh, that address. So if you do the, the URL forwarding and masking thing versus routing it directly to that page, uh, you, you won't like, you won't be able to rank it or, or, or get those effects. So that is, that is something to consider. I'm just, I'm just Googling, you know, the negative effects of URL masking in the search bar here. And at least that's what it's telling me. True. That's true. I mean, you know, we get to, we're at the point just as an aside, because I talk about this quite a bit and other questions. So we're at the point now, let's say, because I love the fact, by the way, I'm not going to say the name Cloudways, but if you were using Cloudways, like the company I recommend clients to, you can basically <laughs> do this dashboard. I didn't say it. The, the dashboard here is as easy as just press a button and launch a blank app. I've got very few that, rules on this. Bloody on. Thing. When you do, you, you, you and Chris are naughty people. You're you bloody both of you. Both of you are naughty people. When you do that, the point is it works on every host the same way. The point I'm saying is a WordPress installation for the purposes of your brand, and this is in support of what Adrian just said. In today's world, if you have a new product or a new landing page, a new whatever, it's such little time and effort to just launch a f- another website, put a you know Astro theme element or something on it, and call it a day, and just have your own website. I'm not so sure that the value of putting your one-page sites inside of one WordPress is any faster, better, easier than just having a separate WordPress site for each brand. And then you have the ability to do marketing automation and email and segregation of people and so forth. Because putting all those pages inside one site, a couple of years ago, maybe was a value proposition. But today, it seems like you're just sort of mixing up your worlds in a way that's hard to undo later. That's the part. Uh, that's- the, market, the market will decide. Yeah. yeah. I can see the use case when you're build, if you're building like uh, landing pages as a, as a service and you want to have like that environment where you build all your landing pages in one, you create your own little cloud, uh, uh, like lead pages, they call it, right? There's yeah, a service you called lead pages. You do a subdomain with a, a wildcard and you go there like mydomain.com, or, you know, whatever, bob.mydomain.com, you know, veto.mydomain.com. Or, but, you still, but you still have installations on each one of them. Or you, you use multi-site with domain mapping. Oh, multi-site. Don't multi-site. Don't use multi-site. Don't say that word around here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare. Proportion. Yeah. Um, I've, got anyway. people, I've got people that deal with that with that, Spencer. So, uh, um, not, it's all right as you've got people. Uh, um, uh, um, on to the next story. And I, I, I thought Uncle Spencer just loved this one and his ladies. But... Um, I thought in some ways interesting. Creating voice skills for Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa. What do you think of this, Chris? Um, a, did you have time to read it? And B, I, I thought it was it was quite it, it brought in this whole world that I'm not really thinking about, really. Yeah. So I have a, a good friend that's really into conversational interfaces, and we've been talking about this kind of stuff for a while. Um, as a marketer. And a salesperson, I, a couple of years ago, switched my thinking from optimizing for conversions to optimizing for conversations. And it had a huge impact on um, conversion rates and sales or whatever. But 
What does that actually mean? What that means is we have live chat on our site. There's a phone number on our sales page. We encourage people to hit reply to our emails and talk to a human and not just be a, a faceless name on a list. We do live calls with our people. We talk to them, uh, both in pre-sales and after they're a customer. So we optimize for conversations. And if, nice. if you look at um, search engines, uh, you know, people more and more using the mobile mobile, they ask questions and then the answer comes back. So Google instant results or whatever it's called, where they don't even click through to the website anymore and it just spits out the result. This is a conversation you're having with a search engine and Google's job is to shorten that path, which kind of pisses off people like us who might have products and service sites and we want people to click through and they're just getting the they're getting in the way of our content marketing. But if you think about it, what they're actually doing is following through on their mission to organize the world's information and give people quick access to what they're looking for. So as these things like Amazon, Alexa, and I'm, you know, I'm a country guy. I don't have any of these things in my house, but I see people using them. And well, I, mean, I know just, somebody that has, has them all over there. Spencer is uh, Spencer is using them on behalf of the, those of us who don't. I'm, I'm picking up your slack, Chris. I do. I do use Siri though. I, I actually, I, I'm. I just check myself. I do use Siri. I ask it all the time, and I, I talk to my phone. I tell it to set meetings and time. Oh, I ask it all the time as well. I don't get any any answer that I bloody want from it. But <laughs> yeah. So if you think about it, to, to, I think to help cement the idea, like as a marketer. It's like, ex, it? it's like some ex-girlfriends of mine. I never got the right answer. Even. Oh, oh, well, it's all about the right questions. But the uh, as a marketer, like if you're going to create a piece of content, you should start with a question like, how do I get, like for me as a marketer, I think about this. How do I get more traffic to my online course? Yeah. That, and then I create a piece of content about that. So if you're going to optimize for conversations, it's more about question and answer than just putting out great content. And if and think about Google Instant Results. I just saw a video a couple day, a week ago. I think Neil Patel did about he used some WordPress plugin to get the Google Instant Results, and he showed you how he like instantly got it to display this huge expanded thing on Google just by using this WordPress markup for it was a some block plugin for faqs or something so if that's of interest go check it out but this is uh the conversational thing is not going away and it's one of those things where right now it's a it's there's a lot of opportunity and not a lot of competition and there's going to be a huge amount of growth in this sector how would you how would you kind of like talk about this in relations to what we're doing? Because essentially, when or you know pulling a page, so what would I ask Amazon? Uh, what would I ask Alexa here, uh, which has been a block on my table since I got it uh, <laughs> a year ago? Yeah. Um, like that will actually help us bring people into a website, into an in, into an area where you can actually manage them or do something with them. Because here it's just like you're saying, it's just that question and answer. That's it. There is no additional steps to it that actually helps us use everything that we've built over the past 10 years uh, to, um, uh, to leverage this potential customer or, or this potential conversation. Yeah, this is, this is the thing is that very often, I mean, a lot of stuff is happening with 
these things, but people do tend to be asking questions of these things that have pretty simple answers. You know, what year was such and such celebrity sure. born? Uh, you know, is such and such other celebrity still alive? Uh, you know, what, what's what's you know what's the weather like? What time does it you know what time does a train leave? What thing, things where you can comprehend yeah. and an audio answer easily. Uh, yes, I think you're so right there, Sandy. It's great insight. Um, I think in some ways it's overstated, but I think for the right scenario, which you've just so clearly pointed out, it's the right technology. But for something more sophisticated, I just don't think it is. Right. is it? I, mean, I, I would love I... for it to just, I can ask Alexa and then it would just pull it on my screen. That would be a dream, you know? But uh, I don't think there is something like that. Well, they, they, don't, they just don't understand me with my North London accent, Vito. <laughs> I, I get all sorts of strange. They just use, they just want this American-Canadian accent. Let's go Tell to me the, about it. Let's go to the master. Of the, <laughs> yeah, the, happens, the, happens to my husband, too. Let's go to the, mas, <laughs> the master of the ladies, there, um, Spencer, uh, and his pack of... Uh, virtual ladies. Full of virtual girlfriends. Uh, what did you think of this... By the way, nothing is more amusing than when one of my son's moms or my girlfriend is over by my house and I talk to one of my digital girlfriends and, and we don't get along either. You can't believe the satisfaction on their faces when they see that happen. <laughs> but as far as this particular... I wonder why, Spencer. It's all me. I take responsibility. Oh, right. uh, Chris, I think, has a good point, which is what people are going to be able to do from here on out. And this is really magnifying that is that people will continue to crave real interaction with real people. What I see happening through these devices and through the worst are the chatbots, which I just say no mas to, is that there's nothing more frustrating, especially when you're not even in the uncanny valley of is this real or not, to be having to go through an interface that is clearly not a human without the empathy, understanding, or ability to expand the conversation into some other avenue where you're going and to get to the heart of what's bothering me. And here's why. As a marketer, and as a, some people say a human being, I realize that people say their problem is A, but really right. their problem is B. And it's only through learning and asking about what that person is experiencing as a human to human that they reveal what's going on. This is true in personal relationships and in business. And so I can't tell you how often I hear about companies that ask me for help or even in my own businesses where they say, we just can't get the sales going. And I say, well, do you understand what the pain is that your clients or prospective clients have? And they say, no, we didn't bother. We hired a company to do this or Facebook ads that. I'm like, start asking them to talk about themselves and you'll immediately find out what's wrong. And I'll bet you, the thing that they will buy from you is 10 times different and 10 times more costly than the thing you thought you were going to sell originally. And that's where this whole AI thing should be differentiated. I love the AI. I love the voice command and everything. But it's going to create a wealth of new sales and marketing opportunities and techniques for humans yeah. Yeah. where I don't want to talk to your goddamn artificial intelligence. I want to talk to Sally Goich from the East Bank Meetup Group. So she can tell me what's up in the, you know, people defecating outside the restaurant areas of San Francisco. But the yeah, point that's is, why I don't live in downtown San Francisco. Just saying. 
the point is, like, I want to have the human interaction. And I think that's what's going to happen here is that there will be companies that will make these kind of devices, which really help a lot of stuff, such as if I want the music I want, I want the sales thing. I want to know when did a certain actor, you know, be in a movie. But when I want to buy your product, you better damn well have a person, a real person I can talk to immediately and not try to shove some fake, you know, automatic bot thing that five answers in I realize isn't real because then I'm going to hate you. Yeah, there you go. On to the next story. Um, What is missing in WordPress? What did you think of this one, Sally? I thought that Martin needed to be here. But, uh, um, however... Well, he says he's going to return sometimes, but he's given up on WordPress. Yeah. um, But, uh, uh, this is an uh, article about... Uh, governance, governance in WordPress. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, until somebody actually comes up with a solution, people are going to keep writing about why it's a problem. And, uh, you know, the, the, the reasoning hasn't uh, It's not happening. It's, it's not happening, Sally. It's not going to happen. It's a dead story. It's a dead... Um, the master has spoken. Um, and that's the end of the story, really. Yeah, he has, uh, right? He's... Ixnay on the governance gay. He's just done with this. Morton wasn't he involved in this too? Yeah, like well, I, Morton, Morton had stepped down because of of various commitments. I mean, that's when when they got started up. It was you know the people who started it uh, had made it pretty clear that well we can kick this off. We can't the you know we we can't be in charge of this, and we can't be the only uh, energy behind it. And there are you know there are still people who are putting energy into it but yes it you know it doesn't have official support there have been a couple of kind of nods in the direction of um uh, you know creating advisory boards and and getting some input which is only a a, a small part of what the initiative is about so i have got i'll get good i should off you guys so i remember you and i uh, jonathan being uh, you and I had a great discussion. We sound like a married couple now, don't we? We had, a, we had a healthy debate about whether or not you know this whole the whole governance thing was actually a worthwhile endeavor in the first place. I am like when it when it when it comes to technology, I'm like the ultimate capitalist. So, and I and I just remember I, I'm a, I'm I'm relating at least reading this article and all the times you talked about governments up until this point. I'm relating it to I went to go see Ford v Ferrari. Did anybody else go see that movie? No, uh, so Sally's shaking her head. Spencer saw it. It was a great movie, right? Yeah, what's a movie? <laughs> so Ford v. Ferrari is the story of, um, well, Ford in like the 60s was battling out Ferrari on the, on the Le Mans track. And uh, Ford's team, the Ford GT40 the, and, and uh, Shelby, they were having trouble communicating with the uh, Ford corporate. The Ford corporate kind of wanted to interject their own ego into the project. And Shelby's like, you guys got to stay out of this or else you're going to make us lose because you keep coming in and interrupting the flow of us getting shit done in an effective, timely matter in order to get us prepared for the race is impeding on our going to be able to win. And I feel like, you know, especially in technology, we've seen when corporate and like essentially groups of people, uh, what are they called? What, what, is, what is a, not a lobby, like a, I, I totally am blanking. A committee. Think tank. Committee. Oh. When, when, when committees get involved in 
high frequency, high development and high impact projects, it ends up bogging the whole process down to the point of a snail's pace. And in technology, you cannot afford to move as fast as a snail. You have to be able to push out features and the things that people want as quickly as humanly possible without any friction in order to stay ahead of any competition. So I feel like the whole committee thing and the whole government's thing is... As, as Jonathan said, really a dead end because in order to stay competitive... Oh, I didn't say that, actually. It is a dead end in practical purpose. Right. T- Although uh, most I, of what I hear the governance people talking about is not so much about how WordPress gets developed as about questions of how the community operates. Um and I don't know that that kind of uh, would necessarily interfere with a uh, move fast and, and break things. See, I just, uh, I always Attitude makes, toward development. Yeah, sorry, Sally. Um, I just always, it always cringe when you get these arguments against democracy, really. Uh, um, and I think you could have formulated it in some ways that you avoid the death by committee scenario, which you're, which you're, which is so true, Adrian. But you could have had some element, you know, he's the one that keeps talking about community and every time WordCamp US, we've got a great community and, um, you know, we were hippies and um, and um, Chris Chris had to go, folks. He had enough of me. Uh, um, and uh, um, blah, blah, blah. But, but when it actually comes to having some real input that has some effect he um totally doesn't want to know but that you know i, I he, think it's like it, it's gonna happen naturally so like anything in the ecosystem it, it feels like it doesn't really come from the top in most cases it comes from the people from the community and the solutions will rise from there even what I showed you before, that's kind of a, a kind of a way to to tackle this kind of issue that they're describing, and and it's it's gonna be happening uh, uh, this year. You saw all these kind of articles popping up, up popping up over the past couple of weeks. No, I'll tell you, about discre- what's I, I, happen I'm sorry, Vito. I'm sorry, yeah. Vito. Um, you know, it's only my opinion, but I think you're totally wrong. This is this whole issue is dead finished. Um, it's not going anywhere. Um, it was a threat to profitability it was dealt with by otto and the other dark princes that, that the dark princes of wordpress but, but that's what uh, i mean to jonathan that's, but, that's what i mean like because these things are gonna be killed by the corporation right like like adrian is saying the corporation a, a corporation must move slow because you gotta check itself it's gotta check itself all the time uh, but uh, but we don't and the community doesn't. The community can move things a lot, a lot faster than anything else that is happening in, on that kind of top level. Uh, and it's going to happen. And it's going to happen yeah, this year when it yeah. comes to uh, uh, shifting the way that it's going to work. Uh, sorry, um, you're wrong. You're wrong, okay. sorry. But you got your opinion. So um, <laughs> just to finish off, Spencer, so I'm correct, you know, the, the king sent out the dark princes, Otto and the other... Um, assassinators and um, this was dealt with swiftly and um, the opposition was removed quite promptly. Would you agree with that? I mean, I don't, I like Rachel's energy when she started it. Morton, of course, is a force to be reckoned with, but I just think it's just screaming into an empty room. You know, everybody's yeah. busy with their other stuff. WordPress is doing okay. Like, 
that's 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 the thing. I think WordPress, like, I mean, I've been in the community for at least four years now, and I think I think it's doing all right. I don't I don't think anything is going to come crashing down on top of our heads, and I don't think the sky is going to fall if this does not exist. And I think I mean I am more as as a business owner in the WordPress community selling WordPress products. I am more than happy in the current community and, and kind of like the state of affairs. And I don't think that uh, this will make a huge impact. I mean, even if it did happen, I don't think I would see any relevant impact on how I operate and how my business operates. And I feel like a lot of yeah, different other, other people feel exactly in the same boat. And there's just not enough support from really like huge, like, like much larger uh, contributors to the community than myself just don't see like, well, what is the net benefit of this existed? Would things move slower? Would, would things, you know, would, if that is a risk, I don't want to risk that because my livelihood is like dependent on these, on the success of essentially automatic. Sure. Right. Yo, um, uh, what should I do? Should I go on to the next story or should we go on? This goes for recommendations of the week. Um, my, mine is, um, um, one of our great contributors on this, Joe Casabone, and his podcast um, um, to help freelancers in 2020. Um, I'll have the link to Joe's podcast. I recommend it. I think he's doing some good stuff there. And go and listen to it. Um, Agent, have you got any recommendations for our beloved listeners and viewers? Spencer, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Spencer has a new product. It's called oh. Launch Flows. It's pretty nifty. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. Did we talk about it earlier? Well, I'm going to talk about it again anyway. I was surprised so, by the early pitch. I appreciate Jonathan's mentioning, but I was surprised because that copy was not mine yet. <laughs> so, uh, go well, to, got to the gist. Got, I'm sorry to interrupt. You got to the bloody gist of it, didn't it? <laughs> You know what? A high five for you said the name right. That's all. I, I want to say <laughs> you got the name right. So, so go to launchflows.com. If you got Cartflows, you got WooCommerce, you got Launchflows, you basically got uh, a product that's way superior to, to ClickFunnels for literally like, you know, a fraction of the price of ClickFunnels. So uh, you get, you know, your upsells, your downsells, integrate it, integrate it. It's pretty awesome. Go check it out. Launchflows.com. And now Adrian, I like, I'm going to hire Adrian on this uh, WPTonic Everton. <laughs> that, that guy knows what he's talking about. I love that. Thank you. Andy. Oh, that's that's sharp. God almighty. <laughs> oh, come on. Come I got, on. I got a pay a little week. There you go. There we are. Uh, um, um, I, don't on, on, I don't know where to go with this. I'm talking Vito. Vito. So give us a, a decent uh, got anything recommendation. Uh, yeah, I started using uh, an app called 12 Minutes, and this is awesome. Uh, basically, it just wraps up. Like I, I read about 50 books last year, uh, but this year I want to kind of accelerate this a little further. And, uh, and I have no time, so this really helps doing that. It just uh, uh, summarizes. So they read the book 10 times and gave you the, the, the main points. If you read a lot of books, you kind of get to the point where it's all kind of the same. You know, everyone is talking about the same thing, but you get a few gold nuggets from each book, you know, then that's why I keep doing that. Uh, so they just tell you what are the nuggets are. So you don't need to spend 400 other pages uh, reading, you know, uh, this is awesome. And it's, it's, it, I incorporate it into my morning routine. Every morning I listen to two books, half an hour, all good. 
Yeah, great. Make sure the li- make sure the URL is in chat, can you? Oh, sure. And I'll make sure it's in our show notes. Uncle Spencer, <laughs> Uncle Spencer, what do you want to... Uh, I think the listeners of yours already know what you want to recommend. Just for, this, right. just for the sake of argument. First of all, for those that don't know, I know John way, way, way back when, when him and Mr. Conrad did the show. So he and I joke around like, you know, brothers that pull each other's... Uh, Crazy Bill. I'm still afraid of. I'm still afraid of Crazy Bill. I don't know why I'm afraid of Crazy Bill, there's but a, I there's a, there's a level of camaraderie in our chiding each other. So Jonathan does a great job. I'm not saying he didn't do a great job with that promo, but I'm saying <laughs> Adrian did better. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, um, he's a good-looking, more intelligent one of our of our show. I, I accept that. That's why you uh, brought him. Yeah. I know. I know my place. Spencer. I want to say that uh, you had the brains. To bring Adrian on board, so yeah. knowing the talent to bring on board is ninety. I, I recognize talent when I see it. All right, so <laughs> I want to say about this product thing that again, I don't want to take any money out of Jason Schiller's mouth, or I like what he does, but there's a free version of what they do on the repository called multiple <laughs> domain mapping on a single site. So that whole thing we're talking about. It's not only the same plugin sort of, but it's like the logo is just drawn with a pen that looks exactly like the other logo. So it's kind of I'll a little... make sure the link is in chat. It's in there. But I, if I may, I just want to say, to clarify what you said, and even to add to what Adrian says, the thing that ended up with me, which is what I talk about on the show, is that in Vito's story the same way, I was helping people in the Cardflows community with Sales Funnel because that's one of my expertise areas. And it's an example of how, even though I have a nice relationship uh, with the founder, Sujay, and I know Adam from the show and otherwise, that if you have a pain point that you want to solve, you go out and help people, which is what I did for October, November into December. But the problem became so acute because for a large number of those people, they're like, you keep telling us how to solve it and I have to follow your, your advice and your videos and your codes. I just said, let me just put it into a plugin that does this thing. And what it does is it makes it easy for anybody to take the components of a checkout and organize them in any way. Yeah, well, yeah, so it's basically round cart flows. What the hell are you complaining about my pitch for then? Because it's around cart flows, isn't it? The purpose of the plugin is two things. Graphically, it lets you take any WooCommerce checkout and put it in the way you want it and show it. You can tell he was trying as a lawyer because he wouldn't ask that bloody direct question, would he, listeners and viewers? Would he? You can tell where his background is. I just want to be clear. If you want to make a checkout that looks the way you want with your favorite page builder, that's its primary purpose. The second thing it does is there's a lot of... So so my effort was really spot on then, really, was it? I'm just just helping (laughs) you. There's a lot of things that it does that fix the problems with, by the way, the Cardflow's free plugin is amazing and their pro has certain features, but the features that it adds. Yeah, I love that video you did recently. You mentioned you know, the poor buckers, not one of the got oh, different let feelings. him finish. Oh, God, sorry. Come on, you're just trying to, you know. If you have most of the time sales funnel, things like instantly having a lead magnet, being able to get any amount of money at any time for a donation or to be paid for your invoice, to be able to go from one product checkout to the next to the next, regardless of whether it's one at a time, to be able to offer affiliate commissions, I, I could go down the list, to be able to have the featured product anywhere on the page in the checkout or not, to be able to do a remote domain that goes right to a checkout so you can put it on a Facebook button. There's 12 key features on top of the take any checkout part you want and show it the way you want a page builder. That's what it does. And I built it on top of as an extension of card flows. However, 
That's not obviously where the product's going to end up because what happened politically was I understand I couldn't be continuing to talk about a separate plugin inside of their plugins group. And so I had to not be in there. That's completely understood and normal because it's like, wait, what's this launch flows inside of cart flows? So I moved it out. But the starting point of the plugin is just based upon, as I said earlier, the pain people have is simple. I just want to sell my stuff in the way I want to sell it. And I already have WooCommerce. Why can't I just interact with WooCommerce? And ultimately, that's what's happened. LaunchFlows is a competitor now to the pro version of CartFlows. But like other plugins that I'm associated with, it works with it. So it works with Elementor and Divi and WP Fusion and Groundhog. And it works with CartFlows free or pro. But it does more and it does it yeah. differently. And that's what it does. Well, so I was kind of, I did say put it on steroids, didn't you were, I? You were, and the next time you read that, it's going to cost you. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm always generous to Uncle Spencer because, you know, occasionally I, I I get a cry. He gets a cry from the wilderness from me and he always picks up the uh, the video cry of the wilderness, don't you, and have a little chat with me. You know what you? I love? I love when you call me because you, you and I have worked together. You've asked me to collaborate with you and I appreciate that. And you've asked me for professional advice and vice versa. I've gotten a lot from our relationship from you. But I think that's the point. In the WordPress ecosystem, it surprises me to this day how so many people, maybe they're just new, don't understand. If you had a cooking show, you know, the ones where they have the freezer and the three chefs all get to run in the freezer, grab the same ingredients and make stuff. In WordPress, we all get to use the same ingredients and the same audience. It baffles me to this day why people still pretend that somehow they own and control the people over something that everybody else can do better when the code is exposed. In my case, I didn't even use the other code. I just added on to it, but in the same way that like WooCommerce is here for free and CartFlows was added on to it. And now there's a trillion other plugins for WooCommerce that also. That's the fun of WordPress and the benefit of open source. Sujay got it. Adam didn't seem to get it and I don't understand why. So I was removed forcibly and I overextended my bounds. I get that, but I didn't do it because- Never, was, never. You would never do that, Spencer. I was doing you? it because the thing is, I, like many founders, Adrian included, became so really excited that like, if this many people are saying they have this pain, I need to make this thing happen in a plug-in form. Vito stories the same way. I mean, you know, ta-da. And yeah, I, yeah. you know, I well, and and I mean, you know, Adam theoretically had the opportunity of creating the plugin or adding to his plugin in a way that fixed that himself. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure they will look at your efforts. Now it's coming. Oh yes, the same features or trying to or talking about it, but that's okay because I love that. Because besides the features, now it's who's going to support it better, who's going to grow from there, who's going to continue listening to the customers, and I love open source competition. How big the check is going to be. Yeah, right. so, well, uh, there you go. You've, you've had your moment. There we go. But uh, on to Sally. Um, Sally. I, I have, a, I have a, a very brief and probably straightforward recommendation. God, uh, that, that would be very handy, actually. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's called If You Are a Podcaster, which several people who participate in this panel are, and probably some people who uh, listen to or watch us, uh, and you uh, want more ratings, which everybody seems to, uh, there is a tool called ratethispodcast.com, uh, and it creates a little, uh, uh, <clears throat> basically, it gives you a short link, so you can just say, like, ratethispodcast.com slash WPTonic, oh. 
and uh, it will let people uh, leave ratings and reviews uh, on your podcast. Uh, nice. Yeah, well, you make sure that's in chat, and I'll, I'll be looking for something like that. But the way um, Apple and iTunes works, you know, somehow, you know, we're we're all very vain. Well, I'm totally vain, listeners and viewers. So, like, when I creep up to the... doesn't really mean anything, but when I creep up to the top, and then suddenly iTunes, you're, you're dead meat for about three weeks. You don't even show up. Um, and then you creep back up again. I've just got used to it. I know my place, iTunes. But there we go. Um, we're going to wrap up. I, I thought it was a great beginning of 2020 listeners and views. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with a, a interesting panel and some hopefully reasonable stories, which I take total responsibility for. We'll be back next week, folks. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week.